Hey, Marvel Maniacs, welcome to another exciting episode of Guardians of the MCU. This is episode number 291, recording this on January 2nd, 2023. Happy New Year, everybody. Just a reminder, Guardians of the MCU is part of the Random Chatter Network. Please do check us out at randomchatter.com for information on all of our shows. Membership through Patreon, access the Escape Hatch Discord channel, and show merchandise from Public. I'm Tim. Joining me tonight, both John and Sheba. Happy New Year, guys. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And Tim, I'm so very proud of you for getting through that. Mm-hmm. Thank new you. New Year. New Year. Yeah. You're getting off to a red. New Year, new Tim. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure like next week I'll epically screw it up. So don't worry. That's that's don't future worry. problem. <laughs> I try to be realistic budget. about these things. <laughs> that's uh, Everybody have a good holiday. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I was off last week and I'm off for one more week. But nice. I feel like the week is going by really fast. Um, most people are like, oh, you have, that. you also have this week off. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. And I'm like, but I, I was telling my mom, I feel like I have some kind of like, I feel like a, a anxious feeling. Mm. And she's like, why are you feeling anxious? I'm like, I'm just, I'm just telling you that's what I'm feeling. I'm not saying there's th- something bothering me. It's just a feeling <laughs> of anxiousness. But sure, it's sure. always the case when, when I'm like, oh, I work. And then I just start feeling like I'm not doing something. I'm not doing enough kind of thing. So I'm mm. like, it's not, it's just a normal fear that happens because I'm just not doing anything. But I'm like, it'll be fine. I'll be all yeah. right. It's just that normal feeling. Yeah. John, how about you? How was your holiday? Good. Low key. Um, but we got to have Christmas Eve, which is in my family kind of big traditions, which we have mm-hmm. not had since 2019. Nice. So no one, no one was sick. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so we were, you know, we were successful in that. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, likewise, the holidays seemed um, a little more normal than, than they have been. Um, we actually also have, we have this weekend coming up, which will be kind of our last bit of Christmas. Um, my stepson was out in uh, Chicago and Wisconsin uh, for Christmas, uh, visiting his dad and, 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 and family there. So we haven't yet done Christmas with them. Um, mm-hmm. But then we okay. went out to Indianapolis to um, see my aunt and uncle, and um, so we hung out there for for New Year's and such. So we we you know kind of still have this follow, but it's been nice to 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 get out and see people, and yeah, life is good. Life is good. Um, hope hoping that everyone out there uh, uh, had a good holiday, celebrating whatever it is you might be celebrating. Um, we do have a, we have quite a bit of news. Mm-hmm. So I think we'll uh, we'll we'll head on over to that. So let's get on to our news. Uh, the first item here uh, that I, that I'm going to cover before I turn it over to you guys, mm-hmm. um, you know, we 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 talk about pop culture stuff. It's not that serious. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's movies and TV shows and yes, it's people's careers and they make money off of it. And it's our enjoyment, which is great for our mental health and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, there's, there's some, some grounded aspects to it. Um, but, but something very serious did happen over the weekend. Um, if, if folks hadn't heard, uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, yesterday morning, um, Jeremy Renner was in a uh, pretty serious accident. Um, he is presently in the hospital in intensive care, uh, listed as a uh, critical but stable condition, 
following surgery for blunt chest trauma and some orthopedic injuries, uh, which I believe are mostly to his legs. Um, Jeremy Renner, of course, um, plays Clint Barton, Hawkeye. Um, and it took a number of different news sources to kind of piece together what actually happened, um, mm-hmm. or at least the closest that I can determine from it. Cause it was at one point he was hit by a plow or something. So depending on what news source you found, like people didn't seem to have it right. Um, uh, NBC nightly news like laid it out pretty well tonight for things. Um, so he, he has some, some, uh, sizable property out in Nevada near Reno. Um, and he, he likes equipment. He has some, some nice heavy equipment that he uses, uh, some things I'm a little bit envious of that I'd like to have. Um, and he, he has a big, um, uh, trail cat that he uses for, for plowing something that they use for like uh, doing snowmobile grooming and ski slope grooming, that kind of stuff. So like serious plow equipment. Um, and something apparently happened with this where, uh, I think it, it rolled over or something like that. Um, and apparently, yeah, some pretty serious trauma to, to his legs. There was a lot of bleeding. Uh, I guess one of his neighbors is a doctor and, and was able to, to stabilize it. And he was actually medevaced, uh, flown out by helicopter to, uh, to a nearby hospital in, in Reno. So, um, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of stuff really just unfolding on that. I mean, literally just getting updates like mm-hmm. half an hour ago, um, <laughs> before we started recording this. So, uh, you know, obviously, uh, uh best wishes to, to, to Jeremy and, and, and to his family, um, uh, for, a, for a, a good and speedy recovery. So. Mm-hmm. And that's really scary. Yeah. Tim, you, you mentioned this and this is more kind of for our profession side i mean you list like heavy equipment listening to him he buys old fire trucks like you said like plows things and and mostly because of where he lives there's no fire departments there's no so a lot of what he does is one machines to help prevent uh wildland fire yeah two if there is one to be able to help his community out and a lot of them, he reconditions on his own, or yeah. not physically, but pays mm-hmm. for them, and then donates them to departments who, it's a perfectly good fire truck, but for a major department, it's old. Yeah. Um, so, like, just listening to that, because he just loves to, to do that. He's actually getting trained uh, as a certified firefighter, so he can start a volunteer fire department where he lives. Oh, really? Um, That's very cool. So when I saw that this morning, and again, not a lot of details this morning, I was like, I have no doubt he was out. This was not him with a snowplow in his driveway Mm -hmm. uh, or or shoveling. I was like, I have no doubt he's out plowing the roads with what you see, like state highway departments, you know, kind of doing because that's what he does up there. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I and I'm uh, actually uh, one of the articles did uh, say what road he he lives on, and I kind of looked at that road. It's it's outside of Reno, um, and you know, very windy road in the mountains. Not a lot of stuff around except like ski slopes. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, there's there's and and when you get out in places like that, you have like a lot of what's called unincorporated territory. So yeah, they don't right. have fire departments. They're their right. highway departments are, 
you know, highways are probably cleared by somebody else. It might be done by the state or something like that. So it's kind of a, Hey, we get to it when we get to it, uh, kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So yeah, yeah. You know, just a super scary thing. And, uh, you know, having been a responder and, and, and dealt with, um, heavy equipment accidents, uh, particularly for farmers and such, it's, uh, I I mean, just he's lucky to be alive. Oh, hundred. Absolutely. Um, but I mean, you know, this is, I mean, similar to Harrison Ford who flies rescue missions with his helicopter. I mean, it's, yes, he's got a lot of money. Um, and yes, we talked to him about, you know, his movies and things like that, but he's a guy giving back to his community, you know, at the same time into yeah and, and and jamie renner does have uh this year a new disney plus show coming up uh called renovations uh where oh, cool. he does like uh homestead renovations with 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 owners you know kind of one of those mm-hmm. i mean there's a gazillion I, of those reality I, shows out there but also also how he got how he's kind of started also do you know how he got started in the industry no how yeah. did he makeup artist no Very kidding cool. Yes. This man is very no kidding. On all oh, that's awesome. He started, he's huh. he started as a uh, makeup artist, um, and you know, kind of eventually, kind of got into you know, kind of acting that way. But um, yeah, I, you know, it, it weird to kind of plug, but uh, he's also way more successful uh, uh, at it than we are. Um, it, for yeah. really good look at like his background and his history about uh jeremy renner listen to Dak shepherd's podcast with him i mean he goes mm. into all like how you know he i mean goes into how he was a makeup artist um you know how he got into acting how he chooses roles how he is all of the equipment he has um and the fact that he could pick roles when he was younger because he had a very successful house flipping business so he didn't need to pick oh. whatever wow. like, yeah, i don't do it i'm flipping no kidding I'm flipping this house i can just huh. kind of pick what i want um That's so amazing. really good like i that, i mean most of the stuff i've quoted i learned from listening to dax's podcast with him yeah. really really good um, i'll have to check that out yeah well, and, uh, and, and you you, you and made the ends. you made the connection to or the comparison uh uh to harrison ford and you know i mean he was yeah. a, a set carpenter you know mm-hmm. before star wars so See, but I, I could see that for Harrison Ford. I did not realize that, you know, Jeremy Renner did, you know, makeup stuff. Like, you know, that's that's really cool. Like, like you don't expect a lot of people to start off with the makeup thing. They might do, like, background acting or might be an extra or something. But yeah. that's oh, really cool. Because he was in a mall. And I, if memory of the interview is correct, like, was the guy who, like, spritzed cologne on people. <laughs> and then they needed someone to do like the makeup for women as they do kind of like tests and he's a good looking right. guy yeah and women loved that he was like no no you want to do this and that and he then took that into doing it in stagecraft because he's got a no theater kidding. background too that's so yeah. cool um and, so and cool. also he ends the interview it seems quite suddenly uh because he's going to pick chris helmsworth up at the airport <laughs> 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 He's like, I gotta go. Chris is coming into town. So I gotta grab him there. And I was like, that's <laughs> nice. awesome. That's nice. just, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, definitely uh, wishing Jeremy a speedy recovery. We, we will certainly uh, be keeping tabs on anything that the, um, any news on this that the family might be putting out. And we'll, we'll kind of 
follow up here uh, on, on mm-hmm. Guardians with that. So, uh, Sheba, over to you. All right. So um, Wakanda Forever uh, surpasses Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman as the highest grossing female-led superhero movie in the U.S., which I thought was really cool because it was very, um, I mean, yeah, Shuri was the main character in the movie. Um, and in case this is spoilers, I don't know if it's spoilers, but if you haven't seen the movie yet, then you can wait and, you know, we'll talk about other things afterwards. Um, but yeah, I really, I really did really enjoy the movie and I did enjoy Wonder Woman, Captain Marvel. There were some things that, you know, that could have been done better. And um, in my opinion, I know some people loved it. That's their, their, their opinion and they're right. But um, for Wakanda Forever, I really did enjoy it. I enjoyed the movie and I'm really happy that it is actually one of the top grossing female-led superhero movies because I think it deserves that title and it was a fantastic movie. I think there's only maybe one person that I talked to who was like, I didn't like it. And I'm like, your opinion is valid. You can, you can dislike something if you want. Were, were you talking to my it. wife? Because <laughs> my, my wife no, did not really like it that much. Yeah, one of my friends didn't like it. And then it's interesting because I did a friend um, of ours in a, in a group chat that we have sent a video and talked about, and and in the video, there was this man talking about Black Panther and how even the villains in Black Panther, just how the movie was set up. And it's not to say that it's a bad movie, but just the way that it was represented. Um, So what I mean by that is that a lot of the superheroes that we have, they fight enemies of their country or, you know, the enemies or things that influence or are affecting their country. Whereas in Wakanda Forever, they were mostly just fighting amongst themselves. They didn't fight things that were, you know, that were important to, say, the African community or Africans in general. Like, they didn't stop to, you know, cure malaria or, you know, any of the other diseases that that are very prominent there in, in Africa. Um, they didn't try to, you know, Wakanda maybe didn't want to help out the other countries in the rest of the world, but wouldn't they want to have helped support their own people kind of thing um, and how they didn't fight a lot of their own villains in that country. So I thought that was quite interesting that at least not the, the, this guy was just talking about the first Black Panther, not so much the second one, because I don't think he'd seen it. Um, but I thought that was interesting because that was not, that was not something that when I watched the movie, I thought of. Um, but that but aligns I, with the stance that Wakanda had for a long time of, of kind of isolationism and they didn't want people to know about right. their, technological advancements Mm -hmm. but they also had you know people out there doing clandestine things for the betterment of of humanity of of, of humanity whether it was uh military action or humanitarian stuff um so i i don't know i i can't agree with the point Mm -hmm. that person is making at least as it's you know just hearing it secondhand I think I, there was a lot more like he talked a lot more in depth about certain things as well, um, which I thought was um, was really which was really interesting. But we all know that um, a lot of these movies that are promoting diversity aren't perfect. Like you can't just be like this is this is diversity. This is important. This talks this speaks to the entire community. and It's perfect just as it is. We know that as things come about, you're going to go, hey, that's maybe something that needs to be fixed or addressed later on. And we can do that. And I think as we're hopefully talking to people in the community and getting people behind the scenes. We can hopefully try to address some of those things. Um, Cause I know that every time I watch a movie, it's not going to be perfect. If it's talking about even my, like my community, even with Miss Marvel, there were things that they did really, really well, 
Were there things that they could improve on? Absolutely. And I know that it's not talking about the entire community because communities of a specific, like in a, spe in a specific community, there are things that are a lot more, like people are different. Not everyone is going to be the same or think the same way. Right. And you can't just take one story and go, this is how everyone thinks because that's not how it is. People exactly. Think and, and, and the thing is, every movie and every show has a story to tell. And mm -hmm. not every story can address every facet of exactly. whatever that people are thinking of. Um, exactly. You know, if they say, well, gosh, that was a horrible movie because it didn't have a purple rock right. in it. Well, yeah. purple rocks aren't found everywhere and they might not be relevant to everyone's story. I right. so like we, we, we need to, well, the diversity and representation is super important in any story, we can't expect mm -hmm. that every story is going to cover everything. It, it, it simply can't. Yeah. Um, but it does. It, it's it's I, impossible. Absolutely. But I am glad that people are out there having these discussions so that we do become more aware of them so that we can hopefully address them later because that's all. Yeah. That's, that's how we get better at things, right? Somebody yeah. says, hey, you maybe didn't talk about this or maybe this is a problem or this is something that needs to be addressed. And then we reevaluate, fix it, make it better. Um, nothing is perfect at the same at the at the beginning. Um, yeah. I don't believe like you don't you don't can't quote unquote cancel things. You tell people information and people use that information to get better. If they don't get better, then obviously you hold them accountable. But that's what we do. So yeah. I just thought that was interesting. Um, that has nothing to do with what I was originally talking about, <laughs> but it just kind of I kind of kind of worked in together, I guess, a little bit. But um, yeah, definitely very happy for Wakanda Forever to to be at that at that level. Um, I do want to have a, a, a quick follow up on that with some information. Mm -hmm. um, speaking mm -hmm. of Wakanda Forever, we were trying to figure out when it was going to be released on Disney Plus. There were yep. some rumors that it might have happened, uh, that they might have been planning it for Christmas Day, that kind of thing. Um, it was a few days ago uh, indicated that it was going to be releasing on Friday, January 20th. Just mm -hmm. saw an update this evening that it's actually going to be Wednesday, February 1st. Oh, okay. This is not the first, uh, well, this is the first item of more than one items that we're going to talk about on the show tonight where Disney Plus seems to be confused <laughs> with their own schedule and what they're doing. So uh, just, you know, fair, fair warning for that. Yeah. So, John. Quick before we, we move on. Yeah. And I just want to raise this up because um, to a degree, a a, a bit of unconscious bias on my part, um, which I guess I acknowledge is now just conscious bias. Mm -hmm. um, she meant until I saw it written down mm -hmm. of Wakanda Forever surpasses Captain Marvel and Wonder Woman as the highest grossing female-led superhero movie. I stopped and I was like, Wakanda Forever was a female-led superhero? Oh, it was. <laughs> um, so, I, to a degree, good and bad. I mean, that was one of my criticisms, um, you know, in the past, um, you know, of a movie of, you know, am I going to judge it just in a genre of female-led? Am I going to judge it just as an overall movie? I, I guess to a degree, I don't even know how to interpret it, of like, it, it wasn't until I saw that, I was like, Oh, that was it, it was just a good movie. Right. Um, didn't even take into account that it was and it hundred percent was a female led superhero movie. 
I, I think in a lot yeah, so of I mean, cases with Wakanda Forever, it, it's the it, it was more subtle, I guess, than Captain Marvel or Wonder Woman because yeah. of the ensemble cast that it had. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Captain Marvel really only had you know a, a handful of main characters, and Wonder Woman only had a handful of main characters. But Wakanda Forever had this massive, massive cast of all significant characters. So it you weren't like mm-hmm. focusing on one character like as like, oh, okay, Shuri is the character. And and while she was, there was so much mm-hmm. more going on. Yeah. 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 No, it's, yeah. I mean, like going back to your point, I guess it's not, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. Like it was, it's not something that was very obvious, but at the same time, does is how we view other movies with female-led like female-led female-led superheroes or just any any female-led character is that i don't know i'm trying to think of the word that i'm trying to figure out and how to explain what i'm thinking because like would if it what if they had marketed or knew that it was going to be a female-led superhero, would people go in with different expectations and would we judge yes. it differently as a result? Yes, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Well, and 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 that was I, I part of the 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 mystery. And I don't know that it was necessarily intended to be a gender-based mystery, but there mm-hmm. was this mystery of, oh my gosh, who is the Black Panther going to mm-hmm. be in Wakanda mm-hmm. forever? Um yeah. You know, and so they they simply didn't reveal it. Now, if you really paid attention in the trailers, um, you know, you're looking at body composition of some of those shots of Black Panther. Pretty evident that it was a that that it's a woman. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, still there 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 was a lot of rumor and a lot of of other things that that needed mm-hmm. to be you know yeah. you needed to watch the movie to get. Yeah. Exactly. John, what do you have for us? I know folks are going to find this weird that I'm I'm going to do something entitled the X Men. Um, I'm so happy that again. you're talking about this one. Huh? <laughs> so happy because it's 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 so unlike me uh, <laughs> to do it. But we keep getting these little snippets and tidbits. Um, so Tim had this in the kind of the lightning round, and I pulled it up because it kept popping up in my feed. Uh, over the past few weeks, and I've seen a lot of different rumors, but a lot of them tend to revolve around. Um, so you guys remember uh, <coughs> the movie The Eternals? If you've forgotten yeah. about it, I don't blame you. It wasn't a good movie. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. I'll still, I'm still back that horse. I still, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> I know, Shiba. <laughs> um, so uh, we all know that uh, Tiamat. Uh, turned into an island in the Indian Ocean uh, at the end of the movie. Um, and there hasn't been a lot of references to said new island slash giant alien looking thing that just suddenly appeared out of the ocean in India. Um, no idea and, what and, you're talking and, about, John. <laughs> it never yeah. it never came up in any other production. It's not been referenced. She yeah. Oh, yeah, that's in, right. In a small side thing. Right. My my one friend, he he that was his biggest thing. He'd be like, I just it's fine, but what about what about what about Tiamat? Like just I somebody needs to talk about it. So that was the thing yeah. you'd bring up all the time. So rumors are, are swirling around that they're finally going to uh 
address this. A lot of rumors um, centered around that somehow in the statue on the island is where we're going to find adamantium. Uh, which adamantium? to date we have not heard of existing in the MCU um, and is only really kind of critical to one fairly important mutant. Now, yes, there's other things that are tied to it, but we kind of need it for Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, so other kind of tidbit, you know, with it before we kind of get into the discussion um, is uh, the also rumor that it's going, the island, um, as they're calling it, is going to be renamed uh, Genosha, which became mm-hmm. the first mutant country. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe... Uh, in the comics, um, you know, they tie to the Eternals and use the body of an Eternal before as a home base. I believe the Avengers did it, not the X-Men. So there's some comic book, you know, kind of tying to it. Um, and then there's there's rumors, is it Captain America 4? Is it the Thunderbolts? Is it Armor Wars? Um, who knows? To me, the, the kind of biggest thing is we don't know when the X-Men are coming out. Kevin Feige knows, and Kevin Feige pisses me off by not telling me when I'm going to get there. If we're looking at only the first discovery of Adamantium being found in a future movie, how long then is it before we can get Wolverine in the MCU proper? And I'm not talking Hugh Jackman and Deadpool. But if Adamantium's a new metal, are are we five, ten years from a Wolverine? If if because they have to figure out how to use it, then they have to figure out that they can bond it. Sure. And then they mm. gotta find this mutant guy that they can bond it to. I mean, right, remember right. he was mute he was weapon X, so he was the tenth iteration of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and also originally tied to you know still trying to recreate super soldier uh, you know type of stuff so they can fast track it but what does this do for the X-Men uh, and, and for Wolverine right I mean maybe it's also maybe because they're waiting before they introduce a new Wolverine because people still have Hugh Jackman in their minds Maybe that's why they're like, it'll take some time. So they're okay with letting it take some time. And that, that I mean, we've, we've talked about that because whoever is going to step into those shoes, um, they're some really big shoes to fill. Um, and even when we fan casted a couple of weeks ago, I didn't put Wolverine in my first run. You know, with him as mm-hmm. much as I would like, you know, him to be there. I would actually also be okay, you know, if they introduced X-23, uh, mm-hmm. his daughter, who took on, you know, the mantle of Wolverine. Mm-hmm. That'd be a little bit harder to, t- to tie it uh, to, right. her, you know, her being the daughter without introducing the main character. I'm sure right. they can right. figure something out yeah. uh, for that. Um. But, I mean, to me, this just screamed, we're 
still much further away from the X-Men uh, than I want. And again, Tim, it goes back into the Disney Plus confusion uh, of how much are we getting and when are we getting it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and and it's also, uh, you know, last episode we, we kind of talked about, you know, who we thought maybe the, the first slate of X-Men might be. And right. we, we, we didn't put Wolverine on there. And, and, and I think that I, I'm sure that Kevin already has this figured out because he's Kevin. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but there had to be some consideration for what's that balance going to look like. We know that Wolverine is a super popular character. But we were Fox saturated the market with Wolverine. Everything that they did was around um, right. everything that they did for X-Men was really centered on Wolverine. So mm -hmm. if, you know, in, in the Marvel Studios iteration, do they want to start off with Wolverine? I, I would hope not. I would hope that they would build some other characters up and some other stories before Wolverine gets introduced. And if that's the case, then they do have that that time. They have that breathing room to build up, you know, this existence of mutants before then they get into this uh, thing of, oh, hey, the adamantium stuff on that island. Um, we, you know, some devious person out there is going to think, oh, hey, I, if I confuse this to someone's skeleton, they're going to be like this super soldier. Um, so I, I think there's they can give themselves time to warm up to that without mm -hmm. like putting mutants specifically the X-Men on hold, um, which yeah, I'm really, that's and, what I'm hoping for. And then I agree. And I think that's where Thunderbolts fits in a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. And is it the Canadian weapon X program doing it for someone like Val? Right. Right. I think that fits you know, kind of better. And, and yes, they're going to continue to try to recreate a super soldier. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and know, I, I do like that. There is kind of this thread that goes through the MCU and obviously it it's, it's based on stuff that's in the comics, but in the MCU so much keeps kind of coming back to creating something akin to a super soldier, whether it's putting someone in armor or it's injecting them with something or it's a, you know, taking advantage of a mutation or something so much of it just kind of, yeah. it's such a common story thread. And sometimes it's really mm -hmm. subtle, um, but yeah. it's a story thread that still exists. You know, people want to yeah. become the black Panther. Well, the black Panther is yeah. a super soldier, you know, um, mm -hmm. it, it all, it's so much comes back to that. And the other thing I like with it, which I haven't seen popped up at all, um, let's also remember that Tiamat is in the middle of an ocean. We just met a mutant who has claimed domain over the oceans. This right. is very true. Yeah. Um, and he's got vibranium. Mm -hmm. Lots of it. The island is mm -hmm. underwater, assuming there's some adamantium also under the water. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Do some really cool stuff if you combine those two metals. Yeah. 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 I, Can, I could agree. you imagine the Damascus pattern? 
Yeah. But like, do you, can you imagine all that power that he has too? Like, yeah. like he's just gonna be like, yeah, I got all the things. Like, you know, like, what do you need? I've got. He could. Yeah, he'd have so much power. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I, cool rumors. I as much as. I want the timeline to go quicker mm-hmm. than that. I like the timeline, but right. the anxiousness in me is, you know, I want to be a toddler and I want to stomp my feet on the ground and scream, I want my X-Men, I want them now. <laughs> um, You're not alone. But Uncle, Kevin's not, Uncle yeah. Kevin's not listening to me and that's hard. Yeah, and you're you're not you're not you're not wrong about it. I mean, I clearly I also want the X Men. Like I've besides Spider Man, the X Men were the other main um, Marvel property that I saw as a kid. So between those two, those are the two that I know. So I'm like, I just bring it on. But I also I need to be patient. And but we all know that I'm not very good with patience. Clearly, that's why I buy everything that I see in sight because I have zero patience. <laughs> so I totally get it. So I will remind you and remind myself, we'll get it. Just And when we do get it, it'll be amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so it, jumping a little bit more into the uh, confusion over at Disney Plus, uh, a few days ago, um, and, and there have been some rumors milling about of, of some potential delays over at Disney Plus. These never came up on any of the the reliable feeds. So we really didn't talk about them. I think we gave them a small mention a few weeks ago, but we we didn't um, we didn't talk about it a lot because they they didn't come up. So we finally do have something. Um, uh, this is by way of the direct, which is one of the more reliable uh, sources out there. But they got their information from an official Disney Plus uh, Japan blog account that re that that basically said you know hey here's what's coming up for 2023 uh they only indicated three shows uh coming up for 2023 on disney plus that include mm-hmm. secret invasion which is coming up very soon uh loki season two and Ironheart. their mm-hmm. post um excluded season two of what if echo x-men 97 and agatha coven of chaos right now we did kind of get a little bit of an indication that echo might be delayed a little bit. And echo was kind of scheduled anyway for super late 2023, maybe 2024. We weren't exactly sure. I, I, I think the time frame that Disney gave us, gave us officially a couple months ago was the winter of 23, 24. So we don't know exactly where that was going to fall anyway. Um, a little while ago, the showrunner, of Echo, uh, Mar- uh, Mario Dyer um, said that the that that Hawkeye spinoff Echo would be releasing a little bit later than expected. So, don't really know where that's going to fall. Now, all that said, Marvel Studios UK mm-hmm. put out a video a couple days ago with this kind of recap of 2022 and marvel phase four um and then it you know then got into hey here's what's coming up in 2023 they confirmed iron heart loki season two secret invasion agatha coven of chaos and echo um all for 2023 so it seems that there are two sides of disney that that just don't know what they're talking about (laughs) um 
And of course, these are, you know, they're, they're official accounts, um, but they are kind of regionally specific accounts. Again, right. you know, one was coming from Disney Plus Japan. The other is coming from Marvel Studios UK. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we all kind of regard the official word as coming from Disney slash Marvel Studios slash Disney Plus proper. Um, right. So, so don't know. Don't know. Um, but yeah. So, you know, I've, I've kind of marked in our schedule that we keep here in the show notes that we might have some potential delays for season two of what if and echo and X-Men 97 and Agatha coven of chaos. We know all right. those are in some mode of production though. So right. I don't think that they're going to drop them. Mm -hmm. Um, some of these rumors originally started up back when there were some, uh, financial issues revealed with Disney plus, right. um, which all streaming services have because they mm -hmm. put a lot of money into production and it takes a while to make that up. Um, right. and obviously we're getting incredible production value out of Disney plus. I mean, they're spending, you know, almost movie budgets on a lot mm -hmm. of these shows. Um, and then with the, the change over to, um, Bob Iger back to Bob Iger, that there was some thought that Bob's going to kind of pace us a little bit. I mean, I'm okay with a couple of delays because um, right. we're going to get the content anyway. I don't, what, what do you guys think? What do you guys think about this whole thing? I mean, I guess they, I mean, I'm assuming that Kevin Feige knows what he's doing, right? Because if there's delays and they're like, he's allowing them to be delayed um, or they can happen, it means it won't mess up the timeline of events um or it'll delay that that could be the reason why everything else gets delayed is because one thing is is connected to another and he needs the other one to, to match up the timeline um so I'm, I'm sure that you know kevin knows what he's doing and and as a result marvel has a reason for all those delays um and like you said we're gonna if we as long as we're getting them and they're gonna be well made and the people that are making them will hopefully not be too stressed out while they're making them, then I'd rather there be delays. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because we know people are going to get stressed out regardless, but, you know, hearing all the the visual effects artists and everybody and all the, the work that they've been putting in it, putting in and all the that all that stress that had been happening, um, I can understand why there are delays and that's okay. You know, it's not like the fans are going to go anywhere. Um, I know I'm not going to go anywhere if, if there are delays. I'm going to be like, well, Disney and Marvel, you took too long. I'm out. Like, I'm going to, regardless, I'm going to be excited about it. Um, so, yeah, it's if there are delays, there are delays. What can you do? I've been in fandoms that have had, like, really long delays. I know the BBC Sherlock fandom, we've had to wait for years before another episode comes out or season comes out. And now it's still, like, there might be another season we don't know and they've, they've forgotten about us kind of thing so i know what that feels like um and i've survived and life goes on so i'll, I'll be fine <laughs> you know i'm it's not the end of the world um so yeah whatever happens i'm sure it'll be like i'm sure it'll be great and it's probably be for the best that things are going a little at a little slower pace now again like john was saying about x-men do i want it to be now yeah probably but i'm also an adult and i know that there are reason for things and I'll be okay. And my life will go on perfectly fine without it. There'll be other things to get excited about as well at the same time. So I'm okay with it. John? See, Sheba, I, 
I don't know if the fans aren't going to go anywhere. Because I look at, you know, so I've got Disney plus Hulu ESPN, mm-hmm. you know, kind of combo. Right. Um, and right now we're watching nothing on Disney Plus. We are really watching nothing on Hulu. Um, and ESPN Plus, um, inevitably, the games we want to watch aren't on that. So, you know, that's kind of pointless. Uh, right. So then I sit and every time, every month when it my phone dings to my credit card alert that I'm getting charged for it, I'm like, huh, what mm. am I getting for this? And, and uh, honest to God, and, um, you know, sure, if anyone higher up is listening to this, fine. Primary reason why I wouldn't cancel it is we have so many people who use our login for it, that if all of a sudden I was like, hey, deuces, we're canceling like Disney, I'd have a lot right. of call people, um, <laughs> you know, for, but in fairness, the reason why we give everyone our Disney is because they screwed the server uh, when it first came out. Um, but I mean, to me, it's, it is of the apps I pay for, the one I watch by far the least. Hmm. Um, I would fair. say second would be HBO. Right. Um, but we get HBO for free um, because of our cell phone. And sure. we right. have that yep. for as long as we have AT&T. Same. Um, you know, Netflix, uh, I'm actually surprised at how much, you know, you know, we do use and we use Paramount a lot. Um, but if I had to, like, if we started looking at cutting numbers and cutting budgets, Disney would be the first to go. Uh, and I'd be like, oh, okay. There's a new show coming out that I've got to watch for MCU TV. I'll resign back up. Um, right. And then when the show's done, I cancel it again. Sure. Right. Sure. So, I mean, and I think that leads, and, and again, I want to see more on there and I get some of the financial problems. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's, I don't, we don't have kids, you know, who, watch a lot of the kind of the, the shows on there and, and repeat the movies. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just kind of one of those, you know, I get it, but I don't know if they cut back on the content, if it, they're not going to have more problems with subscribers. True. Sure. But at the same time, right now, there's a lot of people complaining about how they're not good enough, how the, the shows, how this phase, the shows weren't that good that people were threatening to cancel anyways because they felt like they were rushed and they didn't do a good job with it. So there's there's two sets of people complaining, you know what I mean? There's like people that are like, hey, we need more so that we can, we're watching this. And then there's the people that are complaining that are like, slow down, you're not doing a good job, stop. So I guess yeah, you'd probably no, just have to it, find, it, yeah. It's a horrible catch-22. Right, yeah. And it's not to say I was disagreeing with you on, on either one. I was just more like people oh, yeah. aren't going to be happy regardless kind of thing. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, it just, it is going to be one of those, you know, are they going to find, and I mean, we do it for other apps where we, mm-hmm. I mean, to watch Spirited, we did a seven day free trial of Apple TV. Right, uh, right. And then we can't sure. do it because we watched Spirited. And then we yeah. bought a new iPad. 
And we now have three months of Apple Plus um, Mm -hmm. or Apple TV. And we're like, cool, let's binge the hell out of Ted Lasso. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Watch Ted Lasso. Um, Ted Lasso is wonderful. And I'm glad other people watch it because it's so good. Sorry, that was not Marvel related, but I just needed to get that there. But I think that's more to the point with how a lot of people treat these apps is, right. you know, they get in and get out. Yeah. I think the old model of people forgetting that they signed up mm-hmm. and not canceling yeah. is, I mean, there's apps to help you do that. There's all sorts of things. People are getting right. smarter with that because it's newer. And right. I think companies are going to have to change their model, recognizing right. people are, doing that they're jumping in and out they start to crack down on people sharing passwords mm-hmm. um sure which sure. you know you know is one thing but it, it's gonna change we're gonna i think we're gonna see a model change a little bit with it and everyone's suffering post-pandemic because during mm-hmm. covid yep. everyone was watching tv everyone yep. was you know online yeah you know yep. except for you know the three of us who were still working the whole time right um, yeah <laughs> But, but the, um, the 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 other side of that, though, which is something that, you know, basically, as as Mordo said, the check always comes due. Mm-hmm. Um, the production costs during COVID were huge, yeah. absolutely huge yeah. for them to do stuff, even just to incorporate the testing and, and production times were longer and all that. They're paying right. for that now. Mm-hmm. So that's where all these streaming companies are, you know, the money's going out the door because uh, all those production costs are being paid for. Um, right. So, yeah, there's 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 some challenges there. Uh, let's see. So jumping into uh, our lightning round here, a uh, handful of items. Uh, speaking of Disney Plus, Secret Invasion um, will be dis- the first official Disney Plus crossover event. Uh, in the MCU, it just kind of something I hadn't thought about. We all knew it intuitively because it involves all these characters, but mm-hmm. we never like actually mentioned it in, in, in those words. So that, that, that makes me even more excited about it. Yeah. Uh, the next trailer for quantum mania will be releasing Monday, January 9th. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced uh, a few days ago on Stan Lee's 100th birthday. Uh, of course, he passed away a few few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, this year, 2023, there will be a Stan Lee documentary coming out on Disney Plus, um, basically celebrating the influence that he has had on on not just Marvel but all sorts of stuff. Uh, <laughs> when you think about kind of that legacy impact of of comic books that he was involved in and. You know, we know for years just kind of the interplay between Marvel and DC with a lot of their creators and storylines and characters and that kind of stuff that um, even if they didn't directly intersect, they there's a lot of ideas that were shared and co-opted um, yeah. and obviously a legacy of, of uh, film and animation yeah. and all that stuff. So um, really looking forward to that. They, they did not say when in 2023. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, at this point, it's Disney Plus, so I'm not sure they know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um yes. so i know we're already going long but stanley's birthday made me think then rumors about 
one Dwayne Johnson coming over after his tribute to Stanley on his birthday. Mm. Uh, and especially after James Gunn was like, mm, sorry, Dwayne, no right. Black Adam. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's not a bad, uh, not a bad thought. I mean, bad thought. There, there is between Warner Brothers, the performance of Black Adam, and then Black Adam not coming you know, back and then Henry, uh, uh, why can't I think of his last name right now? Superman, the Witcher. Henry Cavill. Thank you, Cavill. I was like, starts with a C. <laughs> um, not coming back after Dwayne pushed for him to be in Black Adam and yeah. just that guy's personality. I think all Feige has to say is, um, so Dwayne, what role would you like mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah what yeah pretty mean? much pretty much yeah and, and, and um, i mean he's because... he's one of the handful of a-list stars right now that has not touched the mcu so yeah and and he has said he'd love to do it um i think right now he's got a bit of a chip on his shoulder for it um yeah. you know after that and uh yeah that might yep. be another topic for another day. Who do we fan cast Wayne mm. as? We'll <laughs> come back agree. to that. He's not Gambit. He's not Gambit. No, no. He, well, he's a little too bulked up for Gambit. Fair. Yeah, we did. Uh, Kate Blanchett will be reprising the role of Hela uh, in the second season of What If, whenever that releases. Um, Marvel Studios is uh, releasing on September 5th uh, a definitive guide to lore, timelines, and characters for the MCU. Uh, it's going to be a 320 page book. Um, mm-hmm. so I, I expect it'll be kind of a, uh, you know, proverbial coffee table book, uh, that will be selling for 50 bucks, which, which isn't bad. Um, yeah, it's not bad at all. the, the only thing that gets me with these is that basically the moment it comes out, it's obsolete <sighs> because yeah. like, as soon as another Disney plus series or another movie comes out, yeah. then like this book as well, you know, I mean, granted the book is still accurate at least in terms of the content that it has. Um, But it was, it was, you know, having been a star Wars fan for so long um, and especially, you know, years ago um, they used to publish a lot of things like this that like were immediately uh, out of date as soon as a new book would get printed, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it is rumored that Kevin Feige has tasked someone at Marvel studios with keeping track of all the factual material within the MCU. And so this is the person apparently who is strongly informing this, this book, um, mm-hmm. if, uh, reflecting a little bit on star Wars stuff. This seems very similar to the role that Leland Chi has, um, over at Lucasfilm. Um, and Leland Chi has, has, uh, I believe in 99 is when he took that job, um, of, of, uh, he's called the keeper of the holocron. So he, <laughs> he maintains Kevin, all I'm a history the history major. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he maintains that, all the factual information on Star Wars stuff. Um, so, yeah, it seems to be a very, very similar role. So, um, so mad, Kevin. <laughs> for, for not offering you the job. I, I have a very successful, I have the most successful Marvel podcast. On the Random Shadow Network, I'm absolutely a history major. Two of them, John. I, two. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah, two. Two. The the top two. I I, I'm just I I would have at least appreciated a phone call. Yeah. 
Oh, all, I, hey, hey, I, I hear you. I hear you. Would have been nice to have been consulted like at least. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, folks. Well, that is all we have for uh, this edition of Guardians of the MCU. Uh, before we do close out, I do want to uh, wish John a happy birthday, which is tomorrow. Happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. So when everyone listens to this, it will either be your birthday or it will be past your birthday. But either way, I'll be older. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, hopefully wiser, maybe not. Who knows? But the the Random Trader Network has so many January birthdays. It's nuts. Uh, You started off and Eric closes it because I think his is the 31st. Um, yeah. I'm in there, uh, Tom, Tom's birthday is in January. Uh, so yeah, there's at least four of us, but something tells me there's somebody else. Um, also, I mean, I mean my sister and my dad are both in January, but they're that, not that... part of the random chatter network, <laughs> but still they're my extension. Yeah. They're there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, John, I, I certainly hope that you enjoy your birthday and, um, yeah, you'll, you'll get plenty of ribbing for me tomorrow anyway so um with that uh folks thank you very much for joining us we will catch you next week with another um show more discussion that's what i'm looking for the (laughs) phrasing is in my head but it wasn't coming out uh more discussion on uh no it's still just coming out wrong uh more news and discussion on the marvel cinematic universe my gosh uh, I would jinxed you at the beginning there. So I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Jinxed you at the beginning there. Thanks a lot, folks. Take care. <laughs>